Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome, everyone, to Behind the Braves, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital Media Content Manager. Coming to you from Truist Park. And, Greg, we are in a booth that we may or may not have been in this booth during those dark days of the COVID shutdown, the 2020 season, when you and I were thrown to the wolves to do play-by-play on the spring training exhibition game. We came up here to record the show, and we'll we'll tell you why in a moment. But this is this is triggering some old some old memories. We had, I know. All the jokes aside, we had a good time that oh, week. Oh, that was. It was fun. That was a highlight. It was, it was a highlight of Behind the Braves, I think. I've got actually... Well, was that a part of Behind the Braves? No, no those okay. were live broadcasts of some exhibition games. Hey, we've got it on the resume. It's it's a, if we get fired tomorrow, we can always say, "Hey, at least we broadcasted a game." My my wife made that uh, that she put together that collage mm-hmm. of uh, of us doing those games, and she picked out the kind comments on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, we, we can even put those in the resume too. Some yeah. of the comments, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's better than nothing. That was that's, that's, right. that's our favorite. Better than nothing. Uh, no, we 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 came up here. We're taping in the press box uh, because we wanted to help promote uh, Bally. Of course, if you're a brave fan i'm sure you saw the four man i don't know if they called it the players only broadcast but that's what i'm going to call it with jeff francor john smoltz tom glavin and chipper jones and of course it was hysterical it was so entertaining uh, and insightful and then the game itself just played out like it was just maybe the craziest game of the year so it's kind of this perfect storm of just things that made it just awesome well they are going to do it again august 23rd and john smoltz happens to be here he's calling the yankee series with uh, with brandon and jeff in the bally booth and so the good folks at bally said hey do you guys want to have a couple of the the guys on to help promote it and we said heck yeah and uh and it's a hoot it's we just sat oh, down man. with them for 20 minutes and it was i think we laughed just the whole 20 minutes yeah, and those guys—they're so um, so good at what they do, and I'm I'm real excited for the fans and for me, my, you know, for us to be able to listen to them do another broadcast because they just did an incredible job. So I'm glad they were able to convince them all to get back together, and you can tell generally they love doing it too mm-hmm. because it's something different, it's unique, and anytime you can sit and hang out and work, get get paid to, to do <laughs> what you would just normally do anyway, is is a lot of fun. So I'm 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 excited. We got him on to talk a little bit about it, and I, I think our uh, our fans are gonna having a great night. You can see too, especially when when Smoltzy starts talking, the way he lights up talking about this, and because he does, I think he does an amazing job as the the lead analyst on the Fox broadcast as the main I mean he's the guy in the World Series that's not an easy gig because no. you there's so much that goes into it and you know no matter how good you are there's going to be there's going to be somebody out there that's critical of it so it's mm-hmm. it's a tough tough spot and I think he does a phenomenal job with that but it's cool to see him get to kind of let loose and be 
you know, be a little, doesn't have to, I don't want to say take it as seriously, but he can have more fun with it when he's on a Braves broadcast. Yeah. I remember the year after he retired, actually. I think it was the year after he retired. He did a few games on what would have maybe in those days, Peachtree TV, I think, mm-hmm. had like 20, 25 games. Right. Uh, and he did some of those games, and it was his first time in the booth. And I remember watching as a fan, and he was so funny. And he would tell these terribly corny jokes <laughs> and the whole deal, and it was great. So it's good to see him get to let that side loose. And then, of course, Frenchie is just on all the time. He's just yeah. on. He's oh, yeah, great. Yeah. He's great on the air. And then he's just I see him every night up here in the press box and in between innings before the game. And he's just a hoot. He's hysterical all the time. And you can hear him coming from. I'm, I'm surprised Smoltzy still doesn't do his jokes because, you know, he's good friends with Jeff Foxworthy. And back in the day, we used to always he'd always like, Jeff, hey, I got some new material. for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he would he would talk to Jeff and, and throw these jokes at him. And, and, and Jeff would just say, Smoltzy, stop. Stop. Just to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> John pitching Jeff Foxworthy yeah. material. Let me. I got some. I got, the, I got a new bit. I want to run. One by of you. the funniest <laughs> human beings ever. Right. And he's giving him dad jokes or something. You know, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, let me run this one. I think this would be good material for you." So I'm. That, that's why he. You know, because he he did that on air, right? right? That's just what he would do, like with Jeff Foxworthy all the time. So it's it's hilarious. But um, yeah, they're they're the same. You know, if you're talking to them, I mean, Jeff's out in the hall talking. He's the same as yeah. talking with us or, you know, like you said, on air, he's got to be a little bit more serious, right, and talk about it. But that's, you know, I think that's another thing that's what's great about the four-man booth is that the pressure is not all on the analyst to, to carry, you know, all the the breakdowns, right? So they can, you know, one guy may be breaking something down. The other one can think about something funny they're going to say or, yep. you know, a little jab here or there. So I think that that's why it's so much fun because you're not doing – your normal job to where you're just having to carry all the analysts you know the analysis of the game and um so anyway they did light up you could tell them talk about it and of course they're taking it to the golf course right they're doing the same thing on the golf course that they're doing the booth so it's it's almost like that broadcast it's kind of like a podcast in that it's Mm -hmm. just it's four buddies that are just hanging out watching a game which is great yeah and it's great you know there's no brandon or or you know ben ingram to kind of yeah it's just it's who wants to do the play by play right now there's going to be like and i'm I don't think it's awkward because it's just a different setup, but there's going to be what sure. people would call an awkward silence because it's it's not supposed to be a normal game, which is great. And but, oh, but I love it. There isn't much silence with those four. It's 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 gonna be fun. Well, let's get right into it then. Here they are, John Smoltz and Jeff Francoeur. Well, guys, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We know you've got uh, a broadcast tonight against the Yankees, uh, but we want to talk about the big broadcast coming up on August 23rd. Of course, we're you're running it back, as the kids say. I'm 40 now, so I can officially say the kids. That's what the kids say. <laughs> that's what the kids say. Um, but you guys and Glav and Chipper are going to do another players-only broadcast, and the first one was uh, me watching as a front office worker and as a fan that literally could not have been scripted any better. I mean, it was just so funny, and the game itself played out so beautifully. So a simple softball question. How much fun was that game for you guys to do? Oh, it was a blast. Uh, you know, I, I got to do serious TV once a week, you know, on, <laughs> on, and be impartial and, and, and deal with all that. I was never more tired but never had more fun because I was laughing, and I felt like it was, it was an absolute blast, um, you know, getting a chance to do it again. I'm just glad that Glav was holding out for, for this to happen. He was negotiating his contract. <laughs> he held out. He thought he deserved more. Um, didn't think we'd get a chance to do it, but we finally, you know, he finally got the deal done. <laughs> I, I Look, I had a blast. And like he said, you know, we get to do the Braves games. 
uh, too. And, you know, we have our fun, but you're still not able to let loose like we did that night. And, you know, you worry after because everything was so perfect that game, What what's going to happen the next game? But I said, look, with, with these – Three guys, myself in there. There will be plenty that will be talked about in that <laughs> yeah. booth, and so I don't worry about that. I have to ask: Did you actually practice your Hawk Harrelson? Absolutely. And, and, okay, in the no, shower. That's okay. That answered part two. Where did you actually in practice the it? Okay. Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't want the kid. You know, I I can't, I can't let everybody it hear. Was, it was awkward too because I was listening to it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I told him I had enough, you know, after the second one, I just looked at him and said, okay, now the next one you call, who thinks you're going to get three home run calls? Who thinks <laughs> yeah. you're going to get that score? And I said, you just got to make it natural. And he'd look like he'd seen a ghost and it was, I didn't have anything prepared. <laughs> I was prepared honestly for everything else in that broadcast. Except that. So are, are you going to assign innings this next broadcast? Well, we, like we the already first discussed that Glavin, no matter first what, one. he's got to call a home run. Yeah. So whatever oh, yeah. the home run, because he escaped it. You know, he didn't call I actually didn't call a home run, but I, I had to call the, the, call the, the walk-off. The walk-off. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to do it. we got to get him out of his shell a little bit. we got to get his word count up. Um, <laughs> well, he was busy scoring the game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, well, we, and, and that's that's the one thing I think we got to tell Glad. Like that, you know, wherever the scorebook goes on that, it's okay <laughs> if it's not complete. John actually was did the Fox game in New York Saturday, so yeah. he was sitting behind me while we were finishing the one o'clock game, and that's when the position player what Mendick was pitching and the Braves started putting I literally just closed my scorebook yeah, up I'm yeah. like I'm done I you know there's times you don't need it hey we need to tell the Bally guys that um they should have done well they could still do this to get some sort of pre-game or some pre-tape material of him practicing you know at his house trying to to prepare because you know it's gonna happen I mean, this team hits home runs right oh there so you there will make be sure, a home run yeah and so he, he's gonna have to practice because it's not gonna be very good if he doesn't well you know <laughs> I'm worried about Tom being able to take it i know yeah the, he's that's got what elevate. you worry about get him outside his his uh, comfort zone is going to be the key but you know we get a few drinks on him <laughs> i first person i called the next day was brandon and i said you realize how important your job is now right i mean at first you know you don't play by play you think oh man what an um but reality is it's hard Yo, gosh, and yeah and it's a totally different world and when you're on the kind of the spot you think you're going to handle it but it gets it gets nervy, and uh, certainly the play by plays plays union. Um, once they saw our telecast, they they put their lawsuit. In. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. There's a reason those guys go do minor league baseball games oh, yeah. and other stuff to prepare. You know, because they have to be spot on the whole time. We can check yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, and we do. <laughs> I didn't think so. Poor Larry Crown's on a shirt now. Yeah. That elite. I saw Keith Lockhart was tweeting about that yesterday when he announced it. I, I'll be honest, and I'm not sucking up. I didn't think that'll do it. I didn't think that got enough love out there. I thought the walk off call you. was good. I agree with you. I thought it was epic um, <laughs> because it was just natural and it was just spur of the moment. I didn't practice it in the shower. I didn't practice it. It just came to me. Now, when he did, I'll be, I'll be, I'll admit something. Now, when he told me, "All right, big boy, it's your inning." I got quiet because now I had to be ready for the moment, and I didn't want to think about anything other than whatever happens, happens. And that ball left the yard so fast, <laughs> that's all I thought about. And I think I even said something like, start up the buses. Start yeah. up the bus. <laughs> That'll right. do it. And, and, then, and then that's what I said. I just literally looked down to my right, and what you see, Larry and Crown. And I thought, <laughs> it's a perfect moment.
That was great. I always remember in the in the minor leagues where they used to say, hey, "Bussin' forty five boys." That's right, exactly. Forty five. All right. Will there be props in this next one? Because or, or I'm sorry, not props. Awards is what I should say. Or Prob- hardware. Probably not. If it were up to me, I would think conversationally we're going to do the same thing. I think this is. I don't think you can duplicate what we did last time. Um, but you never know what 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 could happen, right? Maybe we show more. Um, enjoyable moments and less laughable more <laughs> moments that we were all had up our sleeve. And you know what's unbelievable? I cannot find an uncomfortable moment for Tom Glavin in his career. I can't find it. Like, I was looking for a blooper, something that... And it's amazing that he played as long as he did without... Doing something we all did, kind of, and I, I, no one can find it. That's I was gonna ask. Did you guys have some input on oh, yeah. some of the oh, embarrassing moments? Like, sure. were you doing research on each oh, other? We, for that? We, okay. we had contacted each other about bringing in the silver slugger, yeah. my gold glove, mm. and stuff. So we, we had that ready to yeah. go. I would imagine Chipper and Glav might have something they up might. their sleeves this time. And and, and touche. <laughs> um, we. I thought that the look on Glavin's face was priceless when my silver slugger went up, knowing he had more than I did. And I said, you guys didn't get the memo? (laughs) And I mean, you know, he knows me. And like last night, he was trying to be all tough guy. And when I told a joke, he he was like, oh, I already got to put the the, the TV on mute. Way to go. He said that to us in the second inning. But But then we got him when we were telling him Smoltz was going to use his – um, pencil sharpener. pencil sharpener glav glav lost it <laughs> so he got a little i think he got a little jealous yeah, last night he did i was in his seat wow well i know that uh everybody had a great time listening to you guys and i know from um you know i feel like a fan sometimes when i'm watching you guys but just knowing you guys so well uh, i'm sure a lot of the alumni were, were tuning in and and something we've got coming up here this uh this weekend alumni weekend so i know you got john you won't be able to be yeah. here because you've got Day your broadcast but <laughs> no but we'll have a great time this weekend we'll miss you and um I know that one of the things that we always try to do around here with the alumni is just involve them in, you know, fan interaction. And then a lot so many elements that we get to do with the parade and, and just, you know, one of the captains for the home run derby. And I know that's probably something that you really, I know you used to come back just for that. Yeah. And obviously if I was here, I couldn't partake in it because I'd have my hip replaced, but, but that won't prevent me in the future from being the oldest winner of a home run derby (laughs) and i could see that easily happening i really can i've been i will put any amount of money you want are we talking softball or baseball oh absolutely that you don't have that big a separation i mean a baseball you got a huge separation. you get one minute you get one minute to see how many you can hit out one minute exactly he'd tire we got marcus giles we got johnny estrada yeah we got Abe. Abe. Abe backed out because he's like he you know something is rib right he's just gonna pitch so um, but you know you got Frenchie and you got hey let's uh, be Andrew. honest some of our alumni are not aging as well as the others okay so <laughs> I feel no, like let me tell you that's that's the reason Andrew's the other captain I remember two three years ago whatever I picked him on my team I was so excited and after six swings he lost his breath and he yeah. was done so I, and I'm like jeez I always I had a tough time picking I mean I was trying to find six guys out of 60 listen I, I, I've been called crazy more than anybody in the history of the world so I don't mind being called crazy again I've had both hips replaced in a year. I'm getting back on the basketball court. My wife already called me crazy, and I, I understand it. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I'm off next year's game for Fox. 
I'm gonna do my best, and I am gonna I am gonna compete in the home run derby. I love it. We go one on one. I'll pencil. We put cheese on it. I think we should do a big charity deal. Uh, hey, I'm raising hey. as much money as we can, and then me and you can have side action. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll work that out. We'll work that out. How's uh, how's the golf game? This is for for everybody here. Who's who's currently the best golfer? Well, tomorrow. Um, Jeff's got nothing to gain by playing me. I officially am not supposed to be playing golf. So if my doctor's listening to this, you know, it didn't happen. But we will be playing tomorrow. I will be playing one tee different than him because I'm only four weeks. And I'm playing with these punch shots. So I, I am uh, I'm, I'm predicting a victory out of me at four weeks post-hip replacement. And we will see what happens. It may make the air. It may not make the air. Um, tomorrow night, uh, tune in. I'm going to beat him, and it will make the air. <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes when you don't swing as hard, you know, oh, it's, all believe about, me. it's all about direction. I, right? I, will, I will say this. John got the other hip replaced, you know, and you have to say this. He doesn't need any more confidence, <laughs> no. you know. And he came out and played, what, three weeks? Yeah, it was four Four weeks. It was four weeks. weeks. Four weeks exactly on the day that he got his hip replaced, and he came out to River Club, played with me, B Mac, uh, D Row, maybe. D Row was there, and another buddy of ours named Tommy, and the five of us played. And he almost threw McCann into a coma. Yeah. I mean. I was three under in the front nine. Mac Mac, Mac tried to take advantage of him, win some money off the thing, and he birdied three wow. of the first, like, seven holes. And Brian, Brian lost it. Yeah. He did. He, 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 was, he did not know what to expect. He did. So that's going to be tomorrow. Well, speak, speaking of Brian, is there? I, I know um, Mad Dog called in the first broadcast. Is there possibly going to be any surprise guests? I hope I so. That'll so. probably be oh, more yeah. up to the producer. You know, yeah. Gretchen. I'm sure she's got. I hope so. That'd be cool. Um, you know, the fact that that we got uh, Doggy to call in was was an, an act of God, and it was a miracle. <laughs> um, the fact that he stayed on, and and it was it made it perfect, right? Because we had teed up things that Chipper didn't know. And that play that Chipper oh, runs that, into that was so epic. amazing. I mean, every I time I, it, I thought I knew everything about the Braves, I yeah. did not know that, oh, and I, I could not stop. I I watched it on the way home five times just to see because you know you get to know Maddox, and you can't say it on air, yeah. but I mean his mouth. I can only imagine what he, he said to him. He went off on this poor young rookie, <laughs> soon to be Hall of Famer, and the look in Chipper's eyes was like. You could just tell he wanted to make a play, and he lost his whole awareness of where he was. And but that's what you want to ask Chipper is like personally. I mean, the ball was all the way oh, over Crime yeah. Dog's he camp. Was, what I'm was he doing? You, we watched it, and eager. I I knew <laughs> what was so going to happen. I mean, can you imagine? You're standing, never thinking you're going to get plowed no, up behind. I, I, <laughs> it's almost I actually, better because actually, you don't hurt. Probably someone <laughs> was asking about that. I said I, I couldn't imagine my first game running over Andrew's camped under ball and just plowing over Andrew. Well, the thing like that, you're done. The thing that was amazing. Had he come way, back from that? The way he hit him. I mean, he could have messed up his calf. He, oh my gosh! Yeah. Torn ACL. Yeah, but that that, oh, that was we'll so have fun. some surprise guests. It'll be good. Well, I loved seeing um, you know you rolling on the rolling on oh, the ground. Priceless TV. I, I didn't remember all the rolls, but I mean there were a lot of Matt. It's hard, to, it's hard you, for the rolls when you look at his head because that's what I get right now. That was in my mind going to be the greatest play that ever was made by a pitcher. I didn't know how far I was from the bag. I t I was trying to tell Julio I had it. 
and Julio kept running, and all there was was space, me and the base and the runner coming yeah. down. So once I lost my balance, the best thing I could do was roll. And I rolled, and when I reached, I thought the bag was right there. And you know the sad part? I think it was Cerullo ran, slid in because he thought I was going to make that play, and he tore his thumb oh. out all year. And I um, I never told anybody because I knew I messed up my ribs. I had to take uh, Novocaine to pitch the next start because I wasn't going to – it was already humiliating as it was. They had on the plane – a video to drop, stop, and roll, and that I was in the new fire department put out. That's right. What I can't reconcile is the same guy who made that play past the third baseline Mm-hmm. Made that same play. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the There's, one where you run and you sprint over the line, you jump up, you turn around, you throw, it, you throw. That was, it was Glav. You made that play, and the same guys rolling around the first base. It's hard to picture those it two. It is the same. hard to picture, uh, but I'm telling you, if I tag the base today, would still be one of the greatest plays ever made. But I didn't, and now it's. So I don't think you were close enough to tag. <laughs> no, 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 he was. He acts like he was this far from the base, you know, like he was a foot away. He he was not sniffing. He might have been closer to second. Yeah. I heard a great story the other day, and it was about you, Frenchie, about the guy who pretended he was deaf. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. We'll we'll move on to the next thing. (laughs) That was cruel. In all fairness to Jeff, that was cruel. It, it, it should have showed I'm a good guy. I it, know. Did. it did. I know. It showed he was a very, very good guy. <laughs> all right. Well, the the last question for me, a very important one. The the play you guys were just talking about reminded me of one thing I wanted to ask you. The wig that you wore, uh, if it was a wig, yeah. who, I wasn't here. Who am yeah. I to say that that wasn't your real Oh, hair? it was a full wig. Yeah. <laughs> At the Hall of Fame? Was that the same one? No. Okay. I brought out a, I brought out a more... Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber mullet. <laughs> how many? How many wigs? <laughs> I have last, a last question. Yeah, okay. I have a couple. Yeah, and and, and listen, I'm very secure in my own skin, so I don't mind, you know, putting on and that. I just I felt like the guys, I felt like it needed to be four full head of hairs. And uh, that's fair. Yeah. Obviously, I I, uh, I took it down to the dirt, uh, so that won't be the case next. I don't think, and I don't think it's going to grow that fast next week. So it's pretty much going to be. What you see. <laughs> I will tell you this: Chip, Chipper's got more gray hair than him and Glass. Oh yeah, hunt, I mean, outstanding. Yeah, that so, goatee is all gray. Yeah, there's like I said, not every alumni <laughs> is aging right. the same, and I'll leave it at that. That's right. Well, last question for me. I know that you guys uh, obviously enjoy hanging out, and you guys play golf and get a chance to do the games and stuff. When you're working together, is there there is some sort of rhythm to it, right? So you got Brandon doing the play by play, and now we got you two guys. I know Smoltzy's different than Glav, right? So oh, yeah. you know. Um, how how do you guys know? Have, is it because you work together? Do you guys talk a little bit? Do you give you give signals to each other, or is it just kind of you're both feeling kind of the rhythm of when to get in, when to get out, and no, and it's who's doing what? Look, I mean, it's his telecast with Brandon do all the games. Um, this is fun for me. You kind of look at each other, and Brandon does a great job just getting in, getting out, um, and I think that's really reacting to the game. Now he's been doing it long enough. Obviously, I've been doing it a long time, and. Once you understand the rhythm of everybody, it, the three-man booths are not exactly – they're not meant to work smooth unless you have the right personalities because it can come across kind of clunky. And, um, you know, the hardest part for anybody doing games is you don't always have to fill up every second. And I think there's the fun factor for he and I because we both played together and, 
and obviously now get to do this. Um, it's just you, you like anything else. You learn how to navigate um, uncharted waters, and this has been pretty cool. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. One of the main things I enjoy too is like when him in the booth, Clav, is it gives you a break too, where where you don't have to talk as much pitching. Not that I don't enjoy it. Because you're the color guy, so you're 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 supposed I, you're to fill in every time. Stuff. Exactly, and you know I, I'll lean on a lot, listening to him at different times, listening to different things I can pick up from. To, to kind of come across as this is what a pitcher thinks. But I also, I, just like we've talked about before, you know, I think sometimes when I'm trying to talk about a pitcher, I think about me hitting and how they yep. would try to attack me. And, and then you just flip it and talk about it the other way. And I think, you know, that's what makes it fun. But to do, to do games with him is great. I, you know, I love how John looks at the game. I think we look at it very similar in so many different ways. You know, I might be a little younger when you come on TV you know, something prettier yeah. to look at. Certainly face, face so, so that, like that, that helps, face. you know? Yeah. We, we did, we did realize, you know, it was a battle of the booths yesterday. It was yes network. Right. It was Bally's and it was MLB network. And I was telling guys, you know, this is a big night for, for Bally's and we were neck and neck around the third inning. And then when we did an on camera, it was over. I think we had 82% of the watchers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, guys, we can't wait. August 23rd. I know Braves fans, they love the first one. They're going to love this next one, too. So thank you for taking the time. We appreciate it, guys. You got it. Thanks, guys.